Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident asshole as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How are we doing today, Bryce? Um, feeling all right. I'm doing okay. You know, it's a, it's an all right day. I think. Uh, you know, it's Friday the thirteenth. Uh, a new COD came out. Uh, you know, just it's, it's vibe. Thing. It's our year, you know. It is, in fact, our year. So. I think we'll just start off with NFL Week Nine. First big game was Seattle at Bill at Buffalo, rather. Buffalo wins forty-four thirty-four. Um, wow, Seattle's defense fucking stinks. Because yeah, um, that was rough. I was, I'm thinking right now, looking at that and like noticing what happened. This is a lot about Seattle, more so Seattle than Buffalo. I mean, because we've seen some, I mean, the last few years, we've seen a lot of two first trades for a star player, and Seattle did that as well for Jamal Adams, and I will say that that is probably the worst one. Uh, Jamal Adams looks terrible. He just looks awful out there. And the other two players that got first-round draft picks, or two of them, rather, uh, Minka and Khalil Mack, they they look good. Those are some talented Bills players. Two first for uh, Diggs. I think it was just one, or was it two? I know it was one. I thought it was. I know for sure one. And even if that trade worked out great too, because Diggs has been falling. Okay, so yeah, it was a uh, a first, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. That, I mean, for Diggs and a sixth. That was worth it. Diggs is balling, man. And the Vikings used that pick for Justin Jefferson, so like I think that trade worked out pretty well for both yeah, of them. Yeah, that's fine. Justin Jefferson looks pretty good. Diggs is probably statistically the best receiver in the league right now. Um, so, I mean, really not a big deal, but in terms of the you know two first deals, the Jamal Adams one's terrible. I mean, it was awful. Yes. He looks he looks really bad. Um, I I think he really should probably consider moving out of the safety position. Kind of, like, it was kind of like Landon Collins. It's kind of actually almost the same thing because Landon Collins looked like a really good safety for like a season and a half ish, and all of a sudden he just couldn't cover anymore. He just can't. He just couldn't stop the the pass. But he was still good in the run game, which is basically what we're seeing from Jamal Adams right now. It's that he's a solid run stopper, but he couldn't cover fucking Hayden Hurst. So, yeah, I gotta fucking move him somewhere that's not a DB position. So you're thinking like a box safety, more of like maybe a I mean maybe like a to... nickel. You could put him in nickel. Um, I mean maybe hybrid linebacker is the best for him if you want to keep him out there. I would assume that would probably be the best way to go about it because 
you, you don't want to just have Jamal Adams in for nickel situations. You know, that that'd be a waste of his talents. Just keep well, I mean, he's not showing much talent this season. Let me be honest with you. Yeah, it's definitely been rough, but he's been. He's been abysmal. I mean, it's it's he's had a really bad year, and that whole Seahawks defense has had a really bad year. They're really only six and two because Russell Wilson is having a phenomenal MVP level season. Yes, and we saw this game. He didn't have a great game. He didn't game. play great. Um, no, he kept he kept Seattle in it for the most part. I mean. So we, we, we shit on Carson Wentz for his turnovers, and the same thing kind of happened here. He had four turnovers. Um, you can't do that and expect to win the game, but Russell knows that. Um, I mean, he doesn't. he's not a turnover machine like Wentz, so I'm not going to get on him too bad for having a really bad game. Um, but he did still have 390 yards on top of his four turnovers. He wasn't doing nothing out there. Yeah, I mean, he, again, I don't, I'm not going to put most of this blame on Russell because. Oh, all right. To be fair, you turn the ball over four times. You can only ask your defense to do so much, you know. Yeah, but you got to, you got to at least ask for your defense to do the bare minimum. I don't know. You're asking a lot of the defense to step up four separate times on four turnovers. Like you really are asking a lot in that situation. Um, Josh Allen had a hell of a game as well, which is embarrassing. Um, can't be doing that if you're the Seahawks defense. I well, here's the thing though, Josh Allen. I'm not gonna say he's bad, but if you're letting Josh Allen die you up for four fifteen, that, yeah, that's not acceptable. <laughs> There's a problem. And the Bills, I mean... <laughs> it's interesting. It was really interesting to see. Because the Bills have lost some games that have made me question them. But this one, I mean... I don't know. And especially the Titans loss. That Titans loss looks especially questionable now after what happened Thursday night. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um... For the week nine, I was really interested to see. Um, well, the Panthers put up a really good fight against the Chiefs. Uh, the Falcons really almost choked again. That was Panthers things would have been really bad if that happened. Um, Titans won, but they lost. I was the game that really stood. There's two games that really actually, you know what? I'm gonna say three that were really like stunning, stunning to me was Steelers Cowboys. I cannot believe the Steelers just played that bad. Um, I'm really questioning the Steelers how legit the Steelers are right now because, yes, they have beaten some real opponents. In that, I, I'm going to say this. I don't think Steelers are going to do much and come play this time. The only, That's not a convincing the only win. It's really not a convincing win. Absolutely shellacked the Browns. 
But even they're then, okay at best. The Browns are like, eh, I mean, they're like a what five and three right now. They're f- that was a big win. Like they beat them by a lot, so I, I, I understand. That's the most convincing win. But honestly, like every single other win, I am just not. I'm not sold on. Oh, if the and Cowboys were very telling, like, healthy and or good, they lose. Going into the fourth quarter. Uh, but the Cowboys are not healthy or good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, definitely Steelers are on fraud watch, and I will they say. Still almost pulled it off. They're definitely uh, yeah, they are on fraud watch, hundred percent. Definitely keeping it. Um, the other game I was re- this one was the most stunning: the Saints Bucks. I cannot believe what happened. Jeez, I mean, obviously, I've enjoyed watching Brady succeed in the book with the Buccaneers this season. But I was playing against him in fantasy I'm, this week. I'm gonna just say, man, this week, so it might it might just be time. Picks, that was a <laughs> rather clutch. Oh, I mean, that Saints team is not that good. I, I feel like, like every they're time real, they're real. Oh, they're they're solid, but they're not fucking twenty eight for twenty two thirty eight three picks good. Like, that's not, like, an elite defense. Like, they're solid, but they're not, like, top of the line. Like, you shouldn't be throwing three picks and missing, what, 16 passes, I think. Yeah, but I think a big, big part of what the Saints did against the Buccaneers was, like, their pass rush was just dominating the offensive line. Brady was making some shitty throws, yes, but he was also running and like all over the place trying to make these throws. So I'm not gonna hold this loss against Brady that much. Well, I mean, the Saints' pass rush is pretty solid. I mean, you're saying that, like, I mean, we're but talking about Tom Brady, right? Dude, he's been in the league twenty some years, and he's still doing this shit. So, about as long I don't know if it's a question of IQ. I think it's a question of what can he do. Listen, mistakes Tom Brady makes are not a question of IQ or his football brain. Well, that's the thing. The point I'm trying to make is he's making these errors because he's just not there anymore. He's not dumb. He knows what he's doing. It's just he can't Brady. And that's like, I mean, he's 40, what, three? Like, not being there. And even even with this game, his season hasn't been terrible. It's just if he's going to play like this against primetime division rival opponents, then, like, what's the point? And they still have to play the Rams, who have been solid this season. They have to play the Chiefs. And that's really it for their tough games. The rest of their schedule is pretty light. Neither of those are gimme games, so... Yeah, those will be tough. And the last game, we need to discuss Patriots, Jets, because, oh my goodness. 
He really did. Dude, we had the loss right there. We All we had to do was... Somehow, Flacco, who's usually very good against the Patriots, just... And he was playing incredibly well, all things considered. Why are you throwing a deep ball? You're up a touchdown with six minutes left. You have zero reason to not just try and bleed out the clock. But instead, you try to throw the ball 50 yards. And don't get me wrong... I love seeing J.C. Jackson get another interception, but th- th- there was zero reason. He's got to have an awareness to lose, you know? <sighs> Come on, guys. Hey, man, the Patriots are going to fall out of a very high QB prospect because of their ego, and I like that. Hey, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get maybe yeah, Trent. No, you're not going to get Lance. He'll be gone by then. Um, uh, Stidham time, baby. Stidham 21. Just because you wanted to have an ego and not lose every game this year. Alright, that's cool, but, you know. That's not going to be enough for... Well... Alright, 3-13 time, baby. Let's go. Probably not. It's not going to be enough Maybe. for Lawrence. We'll have to see what the... Lance. Might be enough for Lance. Yeah. I mean, you have the Giants up there, and I don't know what the fuck is. they're going to do. If we actually commit to Daniel Jones... <sighs> I think... I think the only reason they stick with Daniel Jones would be the uh, sunk cost fallacy in that, like, we spent a 6% sixth overall pick on him. He's really not that good. But we've seen that he's not a good quarterback. Which, anyone could have told you you that. that Daniel Jones was not worthy of being the number 6 overall pick. I mean, is it, is it safe to say that... Uh, I, I don't know, I mean... just I'm looking back at that draft. And I'm just wondering... What was it about nothing. the that stuck out? There was nothing there. I just don't understand. To be straight up with you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say that Kyler Murray is the best quarterback from that draft class. God, he's awful, too. Um, is, would Drew Locke be the second best right now? Really not. Uh, I wouldn't really. say he's, he's anything better than, like, season, a 5 out of 10. He's all right when he's playing. Um, but he's probably better than Jones and Haskins. Oh, Haskins, I mean... I don't know. He's he's, he's been unfairly treated. But I still don't think he's like that good. But he did get unfair treatment, or has gotten unfair treatment at least this season. Um, I would say. I mean, Kyler Murray's the only QB in that class that's probably gonna not be flipping burgers in five years.
Yeah, he could probably make some like Jacksonville used car commercials for the rest of his life. Yeah. I'm sure they'd be very entertaining too. <laughs> I could I could see him doing that. Maybe no nah, W no 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 no. me WWE energy. It's probably the facial hair. Doing some fucking shitty but Step, Step Brothers uh, spinoff. Well, I think that's. I think it's just because he kind of. He yeah. Like, he definitely gives me wrestler energy. I don't know if that necessarily means WWE, but I, I could see it. He de- You could be both because some wrestlers do do like both. Shitty B-wood Hollywood film, BDT or Hollywood films. John Cena did that. Um, I, I would say The Rock did, but he was a list. He still too. is. Um. Well, yeah, because he's older. Yeah, he's Rock is absolutely a list when it comes to. He's he like the only one that's been that became like a list off wrestling. No, I don't. I couldn't name another wrestler that went a list acting off their WWE career. I can't think of it. I can't think of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, even like Hulk Hogan, like, man. He had a big time personality that really. Not really. He was never a list movie actor. He did reality Hulk TV Hogan and shit. Gigs? Yeah, but what I do know is Gardner Minshew. He, he I feel like you got. um. The other quarterbacks, it'll probably be like making my four for fours, and he'll be like the storm manager. Yeah, he'd be the storm manager. That's who Minshew is, the storm manager. <laughs> got got Daniel Jones and Gun Girl making my four for four. <laughs> for real. Fuck Caitlin Bennett. Dude, Liberty Hangout is the single funniest thing to me in that they act like they're not, like, the mainstream conservatives. <laughs> one tweet, and then the next tweet is, like, we want Trump to establish a monarchy in the United States. Anywho. Like, that that is technically he is a mainstream might, conservative in this country. But I want to talk it's, about it's a different fraud that, uh, that actually did happen. Uh, the Titans, kind of fraudulent. Not gonna lie, kind of suck. I don't know if they suck, but they're certainly not as good as people thought, including me. I mean, what they're one and two last three weeks? Yeah. That game was rough last night. Bengals got the ass. They beat the Bears. That's not shocking. And the Colts. I mean, Colts really did a number on them. Which I was surprised about. Colts are honestly, Colts are sneaky. Colts might steal the AFC South, man. And uh, Rivers passed really Dan Marino for all time yards, which pisses me off. It's upsetting. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, interesting. You don't really think of Philip Rivers as like... Oh, he is. Yeah, he'll, he will be. Most people don't think of him as like a Hall of Fame guy. He'll probably be like... They'll probably just throw him in one year. He's literally going to stumble into a Hall of Fame like career. No. It's going to be really weird. I don't. Does he go first ballot? Definitely not first ballot. Unless he wins the Super Bowl, which he's probably not going to. But if he did win the Super Bowl, he'd probably be first ballot. Not at that level. Yeah, I don't know. So we have games. Football is being played this week, maybe. Hopefully. You know, I mean, 130,000 cases of coronavirus a day, but football is still going to be played. 18 hours or so. Yeah. He, he brought football back. Yes, he, he did. President for that. <laughs> you know, he did so the good games this week, we have the Bills-Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are favored. They are playing in Arizona. I like the Cardinals. Because I think the Cardinals' defense is going to step up. They're not going to let... I don't blame you, but I don't think the Cardinals are letting Josh Allen go I'm for 400-plus yards and no turnovers. True, he might not care you what know, they, they want. However... Try, but Josh Allen might not really care what they want, and he might just... No, he's not. He ain't, he ain't built different. Josh Allen His arm built different. Kind of built different. Um... You know that's that's part most of what you need to start because a good arm. Then we have we have Steelers Bengals. I'm counting this as a good game because you know what the Bengals aren't really that bad. They're just super unlucky. <laughs> I uh, I never know, man. Joe Burrow is honestly nicer than I thought he was going to be his rookie year. I don't think I think the Steelers do win though. Uh we got you know, surprisingly this game is once again good. I didn't think the Rams were gonna be good this year, but Seahawks or Rams is gonna be solid. Um I think the Seahawks win this time. I, I think the Seahawks pull it together. They they get it together. Yeah, I agree. I do think the Seahawks do pull it together, although... Yes, but I think Josh Allen... I think Josh Allen and the Bills' offense are more talented than the Rams and jerk off. Um, Patriots-Ravens would have been a good game. Yeah, that's reasonable. But it's not going to be a good game. That's going to be embarrassing. They should probably flex that, to be honest with you. Because it's Sunday night. Yeah, I don't know. Now you get to feel the pain of being on primetime while sucking. Yeah, it's like the Giants, man. You get to feel that pain. You get to suck in front of the whole nation. I don't know why they keep putting the Giants in primetime. Please stop doing that. We haven't been good in like five years. Please don't do this. No one wants to see that.
That's bad. bad. I'm looking at the Patriots' schedule moving on. Three primetime games, including this one, left in the season. They're all losses, too, because we're going to lose to Baltimore this week. We're oh, no one really will. Yeah, you'll get away with that because no one really cares. Thursday night, too. No. If it's Sunday or Monday night. Well, eh, maybe it'll be too late in the season for people to care. It depends on records. Night against the Bills. So, yeah. This one, people are probably going to watch. I don't think anyone's going to care. Yeah. I mean, you're 3 and 5. I, I hope. I'll hope. I probably yeah, work to do. Every single game. Realistically, so you I think you're going to finish four and twelve? Except maybe. Except maybe. Do you want to? <laughs> oh, you have the Jets seventeen. See that happening? Fuck it. So you're probably going to win minimum gonna, five because you have the, the Jets season, too. If still, we're not going to compete for playoffs. I don't want to see this team winning that many games. <sighs> That's true. But hey, I think the Jets are going to go for the the zero and sixteen at that point, though. You know, Maybe if you know, say we're <laughs> like reverse butt fumble. I really hope they butt fumble like their way out of like the accidentally be good for a week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they just everything goes right for them. Or I guess everything goes wrong in that case. In I that mean, I think by the, they're pretty safe. They have a two-game lead on number one, even without winning a game. Because the best teams are... Or the other worst teams have two wins. Fucking st- stupid Giants. Stop winning games, you moron. Actually, no, the Jaguars still only have one win. But they... I, I don't think they do. I don't think the Jets and Jaguars... Do they play each other this season? They don't. They play one another as if... So... Oh. They do but that was wrong. Jaguars still only have one win. I... Do, do they play this week? They do. They play the Packers, so they're probably not winning that game. Giants just stop fucking winning though, for the no, love of God. Packers might put up fifty on. The only team Daniel Jones has beaten, I forget who the oh it was. He's be, he beat the Bucks last year. He has five career wins, and one of them was against the Bucks, and the other four against the football team. Yeah, he's four and zero. He's four and zero against DC. Are you serious? That's hilarious. That's That's Those are his only wins when he never, beat the Bucks uh, last year, and then the DC wins all four of them. That's just, <laughs> and one of those picks cost us uh, Chase Young. So that's wild. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, but the let's talk a little basketball. We got the draft coming up this uh, Wednesday, I think. It is the 18th. So, we got some interesting. Uh, it seems like LaMelo Ball looks like number one, but I don't know, man. Timberwolves might trade out. We're going to have to see. Don't know what's going to happen. 
I don't know, man. What do you if you so the top ten right now with no trades is Minnesota, Golden State, Charlotte, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, the Knicks, uh, Wizards, and Suns. If you're so, if you own the Timberwolves, what do you want with number one? Do you want to trade it? Or do you want to go with like Lamelo, or do you want to go with someone else? Um, I mean, obviously Lamelo here. I I don't I don't know if I can call him the sixth yeah. number one draft pick, but it seems like he is the favorite right now. Honestly, you could. I, I don't know. It really depends on how you feel about the Timberwolves as uh, the front office. You could either take LaMelo, and I'm not going to call him a sure thing because that's stupid, but you could... Well, here's the thing. I think the Timberwolves could use LaMelo. If someone um, really wants LaMelo. I, I, yeah, I think they could really use LaMelo. Because... Um, their their starting point guard is probably going to be D'Angelo Russell. I'll be honest with you, I don't think he's much of a point guard. Uh, he can maybe play the two, but I don't really see him as much of a of a point guard. Uh, however, I do think Lamelo Ball is a kind of he has a more point guard mold, so you can run Lamelo, uh, D'Lo. And then go from there, and obviously of cat, which is, I don't I don't think that's horrible. I don't think it's the worst idea, but trading out for a huge haul would also not be a bad idea, because Lamelo is not really the surest thing ever. And I think he'd be if you want if you want to sell that pick for future picks or a really good player, then I think that's worth it. Now here's the thing. So I have an NBC mock-up right now. They have Lamelo going one at two. At two, they have Anthony Edwards going to the Warriors. If they do that, that is the biggest mistake they've ever made. Um, and not because Anthony Edwards is bad. It's because Wiseman would fit so well in that Golden State team. I think if they get Wiseman, and he turns out to be as good as I think he's going to be. Warriors might be right back in the finals conversation. Um, uh, well, that lineup, hey. um, that Golden State lineup, yeah, Golden State back again. is going to be is going to be Steph, Clay, at the three. They could put, um, I don't know. Maybe their plan is maybe it. Maybe this draft is thinking. Um, well, they still have Wiggins, but I don't know if Wiggins is going to stay. But let's say he does. So it would be, it would be Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, or Pascal. I would probably rather start Pascal, and and then add, um, and or sorry, add uh, James Wiseman. I think that is a very strong team. It's definitely a very solid starting five right there. I think you definitely cannot pass up James Wiseman just because that team needs a big. Wiseman is 
a freak of nature size wise. I I think I agree that he's too good to pass up on here. Um, I'm not I'm taking him. I think that they should take him at two. I'm not really understanding the logic here by uh, taking what they see as best available. Because I think the best fit there, you have James Wiseman fall into your lap. I don't see why you don't take him at two. They won't though. The they're not. The only they're not going take to because they have cat and they're going to hold on to cat him at one. But I don't see no. him doing that. I highly doubt that happens. Exactly. Unless they unless they deal cat. Cat honestly, cat's probably the best center in the league. I don't think they're going to give that. That's up. the only way I could see. That's the only way I can see Wiseman not falling. Um, at three, they have the Charlotte Hornets taking Wiseman, but I think I'm going to flip that. I think they take Anthony Edwards. And the thing about Charlotte, they really can draft anywhere, and no one's going to fault them for it. They need a lot. Um, they really could use a talented center. Uh, they really could use a talented guard. They really could use a talented forward. Like They can use... a Good player at a lot of spots. Yeah, so the NBC mock, they say... Yeah, because like, they need everywhere, so... I think this is where a team should start taking best available, because... The Warriors don't need everywhere. I don't think they really need... A, they don't need a two right now. They need a big. So I think that that's, they should go with Wiseman. So they have the Bulls at four going with Killian Hayes. I'll be honest, I like that. I mean, because you can run maybe, I don't know. Well, I mean, they kind of have an influx of guards. I think they're going to get rid of Levine, not necessarily now, but at some point. Um, And he's going to get a haul. I mean, well, they're kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know much about Killian Hayes. Um, I I I don't know. I think the Bulls could probably go best available as well and not see any complaints. So I'm I'm be honest. Other than Levine, and they're probably going to get rid of him. I don't see a lot of players on this Bulls team that you can really build around. Maybe Killian Hayes is the person, but I don't know. I, I just wouldn't build around anyone on this team. I, I thought very highly of Lori, but Lori really, I mean, he's really not that good. Like, he's he's all right, but I'm not, like, anchoring my franchise around him either. Um, So I don't know. They could probably go best available. No one's going to yell at him. So at pick five, the Cavaliers taking Denny. I like that because they want to move on from Kevin Love. I think Denny would be a great option. Um, he, I, yeah, I think he, I think he'd just be a really good option, especially because, like I said, they want to move on from Kevin Love. So he'd be a good fit there. I think he would fit in just nicely. Yeah, I mean, you put it perfectly. If they're going to be moving on from Kevin Love, you might as well take 
who's probably going to be if if the mock goes this way, probably the best small forward available right there. Number six, um, that's probably Atlanta is taking Tyre. They they have Atlanta taking Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I I don't hate it. I think that maybe you can argue other people at this spot. I think they definitely should go guard, but you can argue whether Halliburton is the right choice for that or not. I think he'd be solid, though. I don't know. I don't don't really have much else to say about that, frankly. It's... We're kind of getting more deeper into the draft in which, like, this whole point is going to be a total crapshoot, so we don't know if teams are going to start trading out and whatnot. Um, Um, Detroit at 7, they have been taking Onyaka Nguangu. I don't know how to say his last name. Or his first name, to be honest. I don't know how to say either. But the USC center. um, Uh, Okongwu? I don't know Uh, about taking a a 6'9 center. Like, you just got rid of Drummond, who is an undersized center, and you want to replace him with another undersized center. Uh, I just don't think that's the best idea in the world. I think Detroit has a lot of needs that don't revolve around center. Um, I think a lot of people forget. They still have Blake Griffin. And... I don't know what they want to do with Blake Griffin, but if he really wanted to, Blake Griffin could probably play the five. Maybe not. I mean, he is... I don't know. I guess he really couldn't. Uh, the, the the Pistons need a lot. They need a lot of help, and I don't think drafting a center is necessarily the play for the Pistons. I mean, you could really use a, a player anywhere. I think they should. There's nothing wrong with going best available when you need a lot of positions. At eight, the Knicks... (laughs) They have the Knicks drafting Obi Toppin, and I'm just going to say this. If that actually happens, nothing's going to stop me from not crying. For the love of God, Obi Toppin is not a bad player, but the Knicks—the last thing the Knicks need is a is a twenty-two-year-old power forward. I promise you, we need so there we have needs in so many other positions. Do for the love of God, do not draft a power forward, especially not especially a power forward that is the same age as Tatum. Like, I don't do that. <laughs> Just don't. Please, for the love of God, do not draft Obi Toppin. Um, what the Knicks should do, I mean, I, I just don't draft a power forward. I would love to see a, a nice point guard next to uh, RJ. Um... That wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't complain. <laughs> I mean, if someone like Killian Hayes fell 
to eight, which I don't think he's going to. I think that's a very um, that that is that is definitely a fever dream at best. I think that's, that's a fever dream at best. Yeah, don't really. draft Obi Top. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, at nine, the Wizards taking Isaac Okaru. I don't hate that. I think that would be solid for them. I I think that'd be a solid pick for them. And at ten, the Suns drafting Devin Vassell. I mean, he wouldn't be bad next to Booker. Yeah, I mean, you could argue. There, there are worse picks. Than I don't know. The Suns, the Suns are in a weird spot. Because the Suns make, if they make the right trades, they're kind of a win now team. Because, like, all of a sudden, this team that was under 500 just went insane in the bubble, and now they're in a spot where they think they can put up a big win season. I I don't think they're necessarily wrong. I think they do have the talent for that. I mean, to be honest, Aiton looks amazing. Um, I I don't think they regret passing on Luca for him at all. I mean, Luca's better than him, but Aiton is a good player. No, they really didn't. But it's not like they terribly reached on something like they... in hindsight. I mean... <laughs> Who went two? Two in that draft. I don't remember. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Bagley's not bad, but I mean, it's not Luca or Aiden or Trey. So, yeah. I mean, the Suns have a have a very solid foundation. I think they are making moves to the right direction. If they draft a good player and or trade that pick for a good player, they're gonna be in a good spot. Uh, the last thing we talk about for basketball, though, is Russell Westbrook, after one season in Houston, wants out. Um, and this made a lot of people question James Harden, because this is not the first time a star has come to Houston and wanted to leave. And, I don't know, who, who do you blame the most for this Houston falling apart situation. Uh, can I really put the blame on one individual person in Houston? I don't know. Yeah. Um, this team... If you, well, all right, if, if you have title... I mean, they have title ambitions and they haven't gotten out of the second round since... Ambitions for a while now. They And they've had they've had countless opportunities to like make a serious title run. Honestly, I don't know if I can put a single blame on why Houston's such a disappointment because the entire franchise has been disappointed. I mean, they've underperformed. No doubt about that. And I mean, to say it's all James Harden's fall is a bit um, unfair. However, 
Like, I mean, the I mean, what's there is there. Multiple stars have been brought to Houston to play with James Harden, and all of them have left. So, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily James Harden's fault, but I mean, James Harden is the underlying. Um, he he is the common denominator in that situation. So, I don't know. I mean, you had Dwight. Uh, Dwight left. CP3 ended up getting traded for Westbrook. And now Westbrook wants to leave. I don't know. But I do know the common denominator there, James Harden. And I, it's probably not, in this case, probably not James Harden's fault. I mean, the Rockets are going through a change in management. Um, their GM as well. Maury stepped down. He went to Philadelphia. So, I don't know. I don't think I don't think James Harden is the only factor to why Russell Westbrook wants to leave. But Russell Westbrook said, or at least reports said, I don't know if he said it, but Russell Westbrook wants his floor general controlling the ball roll back. Here's the thing though. Um that's a horrible idea. <laughs> nowhere. I mean it's gotten him nowhere. Um, yeah, where where has his floor? And he has, still has multiple years on that massive deal that Sam Presti. I don't think anyone, no one's gonna be willing to take that on unless you retain some salary or you have to like really give up some key pieces to convince I, someone. I don't know I what's gonna. I think Ross is gonna leave. It's just I don't know where he would fit. Where he's gonna be happy and the team's gonna be happy. I feel like he's just a disaster waiting to happen. Cause like Russ is I don't know, I feel really bad, but Russ isn't just he's not someone you want controlling the game <laughs> um on offense at all. Cause that man will fire up thirty shots. He doesn't care how many go in, he will shoot thirty shots though. He can go he can go nine for he can go nine for thirty. He don't care. He can go he can go five or twenty eight. He won't care. He'll keep shooting. Hey, I And mean, that's that a chance. problem. You can't do that. That's that's I, I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're fucking Anthony Davis. I don't care if you're Kawhi. I don't care if you're I don't care if you're Giannis. You can't do that. No one gets away with that. If you go, if you're just five, if you go five for 28, I just, you're going to get fucking looked at like you're a moron. And I'm not saying, I, I mean, Russ, I don't know if he's exactly on five of 28 before, but he's had some very horrific shooting nights. <laughs> like, like scary to watch it. Like, missing so bad you think he's going to hit you through the TV and shit. What is that going to do? Like, what is that going to do, though? That doesn't solve any issues. If anything... But I don't see see what issue that's... If anything, that's going to cause more problems. One of the big issues is that this team kind of stinks at shooting. 
So we get a point guard that stinks at shooting. I feel so smart because I I questioned and cooked that Kemba move, and then I ended up being so right. Kemba's just not it right now. He's just too old. If you did it three years ago, like if you got him three years ago, probably would have worked. Kemba's just not it anymore. He ain't cardiac Kemba no more. And, I mean, Celtic fans, I want Russ. Trust me. I want you to have Russ. Trust me. I would love that. If you gave up shit for Russ. No. That's a really bad idea. If Bryce, if Bryce, if you're a Boston fan. I would would love if Russell Westbrook went to the uh, Celtics. Don't want it. And and got the floor. Yes, run the run the offense through Russell Westbrook every time down the floor. Forget Tatum. Forget Brown. Forget everyone else. <laughs> yeah, if, if the Celtics, if the Celtics blame you. Westbrook, I'm go, I'm following Tatum wherever. He Take on that like two hundred something million dollar deal just for him to like stink it up. I'm not even joking either. I <laughs> there is no reason forever really for yeah Westbrook to be in a Celtics uniform this season or for the next four or five seasons. And beyond, probably, yeah. It's kind of like, he's like hot potato right now. No one really wants to hold on to him. I don't know. But, do you have any, is there any idea where it would work? Like, is there any idea that you have that would be like, Russell Westbrook fits here? I honestly don't. He's way too good for European well, basketball. That's a problem. The European basketball leagues, but I don't know about. Yeah. Oh, he'd be like he'd be Jordan. Hey, but he could run an offense in the European basketball leagues. <laughs> he ain't doing that. If you want to be the number one option, go to Europe. Well, for NBA rosters, that he would be the number one option. Maybe I can't like, any, or maybe, maybe like, like Detroit. Running the offense for him would work. I can't think of anything in particular. Well, he just wants to be number one option, man. If he wants to be number one option, you gotta go to a he shitty team. To Detroit. Well, you can't really pick where he goes, technically. Right, but go to, go to fucking Detroit. God, I hear Knicks rumors. If he goes to the fucking Knicks, I'm just gonna. It's it's. That's true. It's over. <laughs> like, I'm just accepting the he fact that the Knicks will never do anything I... in my lifetime if that happens. I've pretty, I've like 99% accepted that. You know, the earlier you accept that, the better. Oh, yeah, Westbrook would mean absolutely that we are not doing anything for the next probably yeah, 15 years. Um, even if he doesn't play that long, like, we still spent all that money on his deal and we still missed out on things that could have perpetuated us to a championship so yeah it probably set us back a good decade and a half yeah it's not considering the last decade and a half we've actually like been to solid playoff runs we've actually been to finals wait that's not true because decade and a half was 2005 to now 
But no, we have not been to finals in that time. Like, pretty solid playoff runs, but no finals. I think our last finals was 99. We lost to the Rising Spurs. Yeah, I think that was that was um that was the Tim Duncan Duncan Robinson Spurs. Not Duncan Robinson. <laughs> no, no. No, the center. Or was he not on that team? Tony Parker? No. He might have not been on that team. He might have been on ninety seven. I know they won one ring together at least. I can't even think of his name. It's really annoying. It's bugging me. I'm going to look it up now. Uh, his name was David. It was, it was David Robertson. So it was his name. Or is it Duncan, not Dave? Oops. Oh, okay. Duncan's a cracker that can shoot. David is uh, probably one of the best centers ever. Um... But yeah, please don't bring Russ to New York. Bring them into Detroit. Give my man Dave some uh, some exciting basketball. Russ and Russ and Blake Griffin. No, he wouldn't. He'd probably be pissed. But you know what? It'd be funny. I don't know if Dave. I don't know if Dave's gonna like that though. That's the thing. Although it would, I understand that it would be very objectively hilarious if Russ came to the Knicks. You know, I guess objectively it would be hilarious. And I understand that, and I can appreciate it. I appreciate the humor in that, it but I don't want it to happen. I, it's just kind of like that's, that's it, it's just kind of my humor style. It's like, God, that would suck, but it'd be really fucking funny, though, wouldn't it? Would be painful, but it would be hilarious. Oh yeah, it'd be funny, but I think that's really all we have for this uh, episode. I think it would be. I think so as well. One, so I think it's, is, is it 18? Or episode... It's, seven, it's 17 or 18. 118, this is episode Yeah, it was, you're right. So it is finally yes, 118, it is 118. Like you said, like three weeks ago. Last week was 17. Like I said, three weeks ago. Uh, so thank you for listening to episode 118 of A Walk In Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at ENMQ6 spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's B 